You're gonna be popular. Oh, that was very off-key. So off-key. But since we're talking about musicals, not Kristen Chenoweth musicals, but more of, um, I want to say, <clears throat> a musical that was just recently released on Netflix, I think yesterday. Was it yesterday? I don't know. But I'm talking about Matilda. And here's the fun fact. I actually read this book a long time ago. I think when I was in grade school, actually. And then I watched the movie that came with it. Not when it released. I would, like, I had to be born for that. Um, but I watched the film. And I thought it was great with Danny DeVito and Rhea Perfman and Perlman and whatnot. I thought it was great um, and whatnot. But that being said, Netflix just released its own adaptation as well of Matilda the Musical. Now, from my understanding, Matilda the Musical has been running separately as Matilda the Musical. And um, I'm surprised. Very surprised. They did keep a lot of the um, old elements, like Matilda being, um, you know, actually... Um, actually, like, magical and whatnot, but I suppose, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how the musical actually went in, like, performance-wise. I do think this movie is great, though. Um, the young child that plays Matilda, I think her name's Abigail Weir, or Alicia Weir, Alicia Weir. She makes a very convincing Matilda. And there were times where I actually felt that she was Matilda. And I know that's so weird for a lot of people because it's just like, oh, that can't be Matilda. The girl who played Matilda, Mara Wilson, would not agree. You have to understand, you're comparing two different films here. This is a musical number. And what I've learned recently with musicals is that a lot of it will be in song, a very little dialogue. Whereas a lot of the movie was just the movie, like dialogues, maybe a song in the background and whatnot. It, for the times, this feels very appropriate for, for like the current times. Like, is there any mention of cell phones? No. But it also allows us to have, like, a really nice reimagined version. I really have nothing bad to say about it. Because even, like, the changes in plot, speaking of which, this is your spoiler warning, because now I'm going to discuss the spoiler in detail. And if you have not watched Matilda the Musical, you should probably go watch it on Netflix. Otherwise, I cannot be held for the fact that I have spoiled the main plot points with you because you decided not to watch it, read it, or even see the first original film. Thank you. <laughs> this will be a quick episode because I do have a lot of content planned, but there's a bit of a murk in what's going on for the Instagram in terms and as well as the podcast and whatnot. Anyways, getting back into it, I love the fact that she tells herself this story but doesn't realize it's an actual story of an acrobat and an escapologist. And we learn about the word escapologist from her father, who, 
you know what, the guy who plays Matilda's father, um, I believe Stephen Graham, he does an excellent Cockney accent, and, like, it's enough for me to be like, ugh, I really don't want to deal with you. Are the original pranks there where she gets his head stuck in the hat? Yes. But it's also really heartwarming in a way. Because you can see towards the end, he's just, he called her his daughter. Whereas we've seen in the whole film, he just calls her boy. And Andrea Riseborough, who plays Mrs. Wormwood, absolutely plays like a great role in making someone look so horrible. And I know I say horrible, but like usually the ones you hate the most, they're really played well by those actors. So really like a really great job on her front and whatnot. I absolutely thought there's no way this woman can be learn can learn to like bring a child in this world. And yet somehow that gave us Alicia Weir who played an excellent Matilda Wormwood. I will say Emma Thompson though plays a very convincing Miss Trunchbull. I almost had a double tape because I thought you know who I thought she was? The original actress for the Trunchbull, uh, Pam Ferris. I thought she was Pam Ferris. It was almost like seeing so um her I wouldn't say reflection, but I would say just like the mannerism was very trunchbull like. I think it was an absolute stunning thing. I love who they casted for Miss Honey. Lashana Lynch, she does such a great role as Miss Honey, and I think if you'd allow me to say it, she does a better Miss Honey in projecting her softness, her kindness, and whatnot. Um, I know that's, like, weird and whatnot. I do think having this cast of, like, a librarian, librarian in a mobile library does make me feel a little bit better because it's, like, at least Matilda had someone to talk about and meet in between these little fizzes because clearly she's painting a life of a person who's adored by her parents when in fact she she's experiencing very she's experienced a very neglectful and abused childhood you know like and she's painting it to be much better than it actually is and the funny thing is like you would be like oh my gosh this librarian doesn't know anything but what can you do this librarian believes Matilda and she's like oh mom can't bear to be away from me because she feels like it's an eternity you it just makes you realize like oh i can't really trust that the truth is a hundred percent the truth but then having to know that the story that she made up just as a story to kind of vent it all out is actually a true story it's miss honey's story it puts in a better idea of who magnus actually is magnus um miss honey's father and who the acrobat is, and the house, and the school, and whatnot. Even though we don't really see that iconic scene from, I would say, I would say iconic, because it really painted the frame for, um, like, the ending of both films, and kind of like the overriding of the Trunchbull, really. Both scenes happen, happen in the Crunchum school, and I'm like... I'm like, is it Crunchum? I can't remember. But in the school, both scenes happen where Trunchbull is chased out. But I kind of like not having to see 
um, Matilda enter the house and necessarily like kind of go in with Miss Honey and whatnot. I like that she explored the shed with Miss Honey. I like that they had that talk. I always found it weird that they passed by the house and then in the original film and they went in like they went in in and there was that whole scene where Trunchbull was trying to figure out who was in her house and whatnot. Whereas the scene in the shed, it really brings a different side of Matilda out where she realizes like, okay, I have powers, telekinesis, I can move things with my mind and whatnot. The nude scene will never not be the best scene. I am telling you this. Both Trunchbulls acted phenomenally in their horror about the newt. Oh, I do think that it is worthwhile to read the book. It's a very short read. It's a relatively funny read, but you do have to remember, like, it's an old read. Ronald Dahl wrote it a long time ago. Um, but I will say this. Matilda the Musical and Matilda the Film from 1996, both great in both respects. I do think that you just need to have, like, not so many expectations like I did. Just treat it as two separate films. Two really great adaptations of a really wonderful book. And, yeah, totally recommend for everyone to have a look at it, to read it and whatnot. But other than that, that's my verdict. Go watch the film, especially Matilda the Musical. If you've seen Matilda 1996, definitely go see the musical. It is worth it. I'd seen Instagram reels about that last ending dance number. The choreography is amazing. The songs are phenomenal and very touching. Um, saving a couple of them on my Spotify. Will not share my Spotify, but it is worth checking out. Alicia Weir, very excellent of an actress. This whole cast is phenomenal and whatnot. I'll always miss Danny DeVito as Mr. Wormwood, but you know what? Stephen Graham does a great job. Anyways, that's my verdict. This is Ray from the Ravers, and thank you for listening to this episode. Bye!